Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, according to some reports, there are record numbers of people reporting with issues around sexual addiction. So is this a post-pandemic phenomenon or due to other factors? Donald Clifford is an addiction counsellor at the Sexual Health Centre in Cork. Good afternoon, Donald. Hi, Sean. Good afternoon. Are you, have you seen this, this increase? We have. Yeah, we've seen a dramatic increase since, I actually have numbers here in front of me, since 2021. Yeah, 2020 we had 10 2021, we had 22 people. 2022, we had 28 people coming in looking for help around problematic or compulsive or addictive sexual behaviours. Right. And so and what what point do people reach in their lives that they kind of realise they need help about this? You know, what kinds of factors? Um, it's usually to do with relationships is, is kind of one of the biggest driving factors for people. Um I suppose their own sense of self-worth and what they're doing and if, if their behaviour doesn't fit with their own morals and kind of where they see their lives going, really, for for a lot of people, for the majority of people. Yeah, because... It's, prim- it's primarily relationships yes. would be the driving force, yeah. And, and, I mean, I suppose that old cliche about uh, a lot of addictions that people have to hit hit rock bottom before they realise they need help, is it similar with, with, with uh, um, sexual addictions? Um, not so much, not that, not that I'm seeing in the last, most, more so in the last couple of months, it's more people, like, I think rock bottom is different for, for individuals, but the people I've seen coming forward more recently are just more fed up, um, living the lives they're living, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's, there isn't huge consequences coming with, with problems for a lot of people, mm. it's more their own kind of what's going on internally for them. Yeah, I imagine though it must, uh, it must affect relationships. It does. It does. Um, that's the, the. I suppose the the primary factor is what it's affecting is and people like I think avoiding relationships because of, the, of their own sexual issues. You know. Yeah. The the now it, when and when we say um, and I mean I know it's kind of a, a newspaper headline is sex addiction, mm-hmm. but it's it's it's, yeah. it's a bit more complex than that. Yeah. Is, is yeah. this largely to do with pornography, don't Primarily pornography. No, it is. It's it's primarily pornography. It's like like we the, the organisation we work for, a sexual health centre. We we call it salt because it wasn't just to do with pornography or compulsive sexual behaviour. It was more people's relationship with sex and sexuality. Um, but it's primarily pornography and the overuse of pornography. Yeah, and is one can one be linked to the other in, in that suddenly it develops an addiction to pornography and then it that develops into yeah. risky behaviour? Certainly, it's it's like if, if you if you want to kind of look at it this way, a kind of a very simple way of looking at it is, I suppose alcohol in Ireland, and you were talking about the, the Guinness before mm-hmm. this, but like alcohol in Ireland, the majority of people will drink, but it, it won't become a problem for them. But for some person who has an issue already with sex or how they were reared or their lack of education around around their sexuality that could become problematic for people yeah uh, and, you know? uh, and and so is there often then it's something in their background that has contributed to, to this for a lot of people there is there is um like the majority of people we would meet actually would have trauma maybe developmental trauma um or sexual trauma in their, their early ex- experiences in life. So, yeah or, yeah, or they might have something to do with their own, how they related to their parents or like attachment issues, what we would call attachment issues. And uh, and what would you ascribe uh, the increase to? I, I, I think there, this problem has been flagged 
years ago, maybe going back to 2010. But I, I think kind of the real catalyst for it was uh, lockdowns and people being locked at home on their own, a lot of people on their own, um, and just constant access to, like I think Pornhub released the kind of their figures and when 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 their demographic changed, and they were saying it went from 12 o'clock at night to lunchtime during the day is when they seen a big increase in people using pornography. Mm. So it was a lot of it was people staying at home, working from home on their computers, and having constant access then to to pornography. Yeah, but but I suppose that constant access is there all the time anyway. It's on your phone. Yeah, it's 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 always there, and I think what what we're definitely noticing in the last two or three years is that the people who are coming forward have been accessing it at a much younger age. Like you're talking eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds accessing <sighs> pornography. And it, they, what they would say then is maybe it became more serious around the age of 10, 11, 12. And are you, you know? seeing people as young as that? No, we'd, no, we wouldn't see people that young. We would see people when it becomes more of a problem for them. So anything from 17 upwards. Okay, but but would they say that they had been doing it for a, a number of years? Yeah, so they, they might have started watching it at, say, age 8. And it wouldn't have been a problem at age 8. It would have been more about curiosity developing onto maybe impulsivity, onto compulsivity, and then it's it's just, it's consuming then after that. Yeah, and, and so for, say, somebody who's been looking at this stuff since they were a child, their yeah. their view of what a healthy sex life would be must be completely skewed. Completely, completely, yeah. Yeah, like, it's, it, it, they're finding it very difficult. So, like, what we would ask somebody to do is stop everything for a while that you might have a period of sobriety because they won't understand what is healthy sexuality or what's a healthy sexual behavior. So you almost need to detox somebody from what they were doing to, to so they can rediscover their own sexuality and what's healthy. So like boundaries can be very skewed. Um, consent wouldn't be something that would be registering with people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll know pornography is, 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 isn't real, but that's all the brain knows. Yeah. And it only knows pornography. And so then, are, are they also, I mean, apart from trying to re, uh, or, or establish a healthy relationship with, with with human sexuality, are they also trying to establish a, a healthy relationship with their digital device? Because, you know, every yeah. time you have it in, in your hand, it's kind of like having a pint glass in your hand if you're an alcoholic. It's almost like walking past a bar. Yeah. If, if you have a problem with drink, it's, it's kind of that, and it's constantly there. What the majority of people are doing now is, with this issue, are, are switching over to the old phones and just getting rid of the smartphones. Mm. You yeah. know? Is it predominantly men? Predominantly men, but not necessarily all men. We have about 25% women. That's so... And, and in the way they're addicted to it, you know, is it different materially between, you know, the two genders? Yeah, it, it is. It's different. Women are more focused on the relationship and um, no, that's not saying women won't watch pornography. A lot of women watch a lot of pornography, but it's not problematic for everyone. Mm. The, yeah, because I yeah. imagine yeah. In, even like there's a, there's a text here from someone saying, uh, I don't have an addiction to porn, but my relationship with sex has changed lately. I find myself watching extreme porn. I no longer have interest yeah. in the standard stuff. As a yeah. result, when I'm yeah. out in dates, I find myself not interested if the girl isn't the same. Yeah, I know yeah, it's yeah, wrong. Yeah. I assume that's a familiar yeah. pattern for you. 
it's very familiar pattern, unfortunately. Yeah, mm. and and like men, I presume this is a man. It's mm. Men men are identifying this themselves. Yeah. You know, without it having to go to, without having to become illegal or having the law involved, there's men themselves are finding that they are sexualizing women, and that doesn't fit with with their own view of themselves. So they are coming for help before they're made come for help. If if you understand me. Yes, indeed. Donald, thank you uh, so much for speaking with us today. That was uh, Don- me on, uh, uh, that was Donald Clifford there, an addiction counsellor in the Sexual Health Centre in Cork. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.